Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Urban Health Collaborative podcast, The Community Corner, where we talk about various topics around public health, education, and the creative arts. I'm Zaire Ali. I'm here to introduce you to our podcast that was produced by the members of the Urban Health Collaborative, a public health nonprofit which strives to shift mindsets and help the world believe it can be a better place. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Community Corner Podcast. I'm here to talk with Zaire about the rising popularity of thrifting, as well as our very own the Community Corner Thrift Store that Zaire has put a lot of effort into organizing. So without further ado, Zaire, can you tell us about the story behind the Community Corner Thrift Store and what inspired you to start it? The Community Corner Thrift Store, it started during COVID because there is a void in funding because not many people were able to donate money to nonprofits, especially smaller ones, because they, number one, maybe not have had the money because of COVID. And number two, they might not have seen our impact. So we were like, hey, instead of it's during a tough trying time, let's do it ourselves. Let's create the thrift store. Let's find a way to create a supply that people are going to need. And this new generation, Gen Zs, millennials, they love thrifting. We love thrifting. And it was it was just it just made a lot of sense to say, okay, people want to support us, but they are not able to maybe donate their time or donate money. But everybody has clothes, and I'm sure a lot of people have clothes in their closet that don't fit or that they don't wear anymore or that they just brought and they didn't like it after they brought it home. So that's where we try to capitalize and that's where we're thriving it is it's allowing us to circumvent always asking for money in traditional ways and showing people that we're standing on our own two feet as an organization and that we are trying our hardest to inspire but also give people jobs give opportunities because the more we get donated to the thrift store the more we could give people clothes for new jobs for free for work for workforce development right the more clothes we can give to people in need and then we have the online boutique and the nice thing about the online boutique is we can have higher price and higher quality clothes online and not worry about making our customers who come in person feel like they can't afford some of the clothes or that they're not good enough because the clothes that are in person and clothes that are online they're all high quality it's just we had to make the distinction between what will more people in our community come and buy versus what will a bigger reach online have how does the community corner thrift store separate itself from other thrift stores and what unique convenience does it offer to its customers the community corner thrift we're different than a lot of these other organizations as I alluded to earlier, that we are a hundred percent nonprofit and every single penny that we raise goes directly back to the community we serve. And our thrift store not only sells clothes, we also provide fashion development, we provide headshots, resume coaching, we provide people with clothes for jobs, for interviews, for whatever they may need because we want to be a pillar that the community could stand on because just as much as they support us it's our duty to support them and the conveniences that we offer that we take cash card we have a, a honor code sometimes that with people come in and they're a few dollars short 
we let them go because we understand that sometimes people need what they can't actually attain and instead of some them doing something bad to attain it's like hey we're here don't sweat it we're going to support you just remember us back in the future remember us when you're thinking about hey these people helped me in a time of need so now i'm going to help them because i can do it now and our customers support that and they love our mission because they understand that what we're doing in the thrift and what we're doing in a fun to bring the community together is only helping us make the community healthier, safer, and stronger. Offering the citizens of New Brunswick these unique perks at the thrift store is an effective way of serving the community. It's great that you build it this way. To continue, how do you select the items to be sold in the store? What criteria do you use to ensure they align with your mission and values? So what makes us unique in the way that we procure our clothes is we send out a general one well, inception we sent out a general call call to action you know that we were looking for clothes we were looking for professional clothes business clothes anything that a person could wear feel good look good and get a job but then also we were looking at our clientele and who we also serve so we were looking at good designer brands such as nike polo bape supreme Fubu, Kids of Immigrants, um, Nike Tech, Jordan, things of that nature to really give us uh, an extra boost. So when we get those clients online, those customers online, they're like, wait, this is a really nice piece that's a lot cheaper than this other brand. Let me buy it from the Urban Health Collaborative's Community Corner Thrift Store because what they're doing is going to transcend the game is going to help the community and it's going to show others the blueprint to lift up their community from the resources they have and our our mission and the criteria they go hand in hand because just like we don't treat the community like junk and we don't think of them any less than we think ourselves that's what we tell people that's what we try to emphasize when we ask for for clothes books or anything is like hey please do not donate us anything that you yourself wouldn't wear again because you don't think it's good enough for you or if it's damaged or bad quality because if you're not going to wear it or you don't think there's value we're not going to be able to try to sell that to somebody else because they're gonna be like wait they're selling us crap and we're, we're worth more than that number one and number two is just not what we do we always are going to pride ourselves on giving people the best of the best just like our mission and vision is striving to shift mindsets and help the world believe it could be a better place and how do we do that by collaborating with community stakeholders by collaborating with the people and by giving the people what they're asking for and not what we think they need so to go back to what you're saying about business clothes i really love that the community corner is giving out business clothes to low-income citizens of new brunswick the reason why is because a lot of people can't really afford like nice suits, dress shirts, ties, nice dress shoes to go out and get a job. Because the thing about getting a job is that it comes down to your appearance first. Because when people look at other people, the first thing that they judge you about is your appearance and then they get to know your character. So us doing that gives the New Brunswick citizens a, a chance to like, res like respectfully look presentable and coming from, for me, growing up in Elizabeth, I really didn't have 
that much money to get nice suits, nice shirt, like nice dress shirts and like good, nice pants. So I would usually have to get like, like handy downs. And they're still, they're still nice. And I'm blessed that that happened to me. But I do understand the importance of having business clothes. Thank you, Tamir. Um, that was really great input, man. Growing up in Plainfield, you know, they're both urban areas, right? People call them the hood if you didn't grow up there. But yeah, like if we wanted to go somewhere nice, you know, it's like, whoa, where are you going? But if you're in a different type of neighborhood, that's normal. Dressing up, looking sharp, right? Being presentable, that's the norm. So that's another thing you, you mentioned. When you look good, you feel good. And if and if you're around a place that doesn't look good, it's dilapidated, and the community isn't feeling good or they're not looking good, why are they going to want to care to get dressed up nice for a job? Or if nobody ever had to wear a suit and tie to a job, how will your son or daughter know what it takes or what it looks like? So yes, Tamir, aside from you know providing people clothes, yes, opportunity is major and that could be a life changer from somebody not getting a job and ending up on the streets versus somebody getting a job, changing their life, and then bring, bringing their community with them to help change the face of a nation one by one. So according to Threads Up annual resale report, thrifting has become increasingly popular among millennials with significant growth in recent years. How has this trend impacted the Community Corner Thrift Store and what strategies have you employed to attract and engage millennial shoppers? Wow, that's a that's a loaded question, Tamir. Oh, but um, what I would say is just us being here and taking up the space has been beneficial. Um, because from that and through that, we've been able to collaborate with local organizations and local bands like Speak Easy or or the Teacher's Lounge, or Hidden Gems, or the New Brunswick NAACP because they see that weight. These young folk are doing something for the young people in the community, for the New Brunswick community, for the Middlesex County community, for the Plainfield community, you know, for our local communities. So it's, it's doing two things. It's by talking to people, sharing people what we're doing, is telling about our vision, number one, but also telling people that, hey, we have a thrift store take a picture if you like it leave us a review and word of mouth because a lot of our employees are um college students and most of them are either gen z's or millennials or gen x's the, the new wave so thrifting is kind of their thing so they kind of give us tips about how to reach them more by saying hey do a takeover or, or hey try this new idea because this club did this on campus or hey you should try to collaborate with this organization because they are they share the same sentiments as you so it's it it's nice because we we are able to recruit by just sharing love and showing people what we're doing instead of trying to recruit and just get people to come to our store and buy things they are buying the story they're helping the organization and if they really care they end up helping the community because like I said earlier, every dollar that comes to the organization is a dollar that goes back to the community. So Zaire, Gen Z is known for its interest in affordable and unique shopping. How has this demographic embraced thrift shopping and what world does your store play in catering to the preferences of this generation? So the Gen Z's have been a major lift to our organization and just, I would say, to the world because 
of their mindset, their intellect, and their ability to to stop accepting what their predecessors accepted and shouldn't have. So what we do, our store, we allow all people from all walks of life, whether you're black, white, purple, orange, green, yellow, straight, gay, um, queer, whatever you are, you could come to our store or organization or just stop by and you'll feel safe. Before we want people to spend their money, we want them to feel safe and to understand that we are here and catering to the Gen Z's and the some of the, the younger folk are a big part because we know how tough the economy is now. We know what's inflation like and we just understand what's going on around the world and how it's impacting us on a microcosm on a you know here in new brunswick so meeting people where they're at and, and allowing our prices to be set all below ten dollars allows people to come get a lot of quality clothes they need and feel good about it because there's no guilt that they spent five hundred dollars on three pairs of clothes no they got a whole wardrobe for under a hundred dollars that they could feel proud about wearing to class wearing to work wearing to their wedding wearing to whatever they need to wear we are here for gen z because gen z is here for us and they're here for the people without gen z there's no future so we rely on them to inform us help us and provide us with insights to be responsive to the changing times so our thrift store like i said isn't just a thrift store we're a community and tapping into these millennials and gen z's tapping into their intellect and their will is just going to shift the paradigm and hopefully we can be the people who push the little pebble off the rock to make the avalanche to a positive change in this whole world of fast fashion thrifting and retail the popularity of online thrift shopping has grown rapidly how has your store embraced e-shopping and how has this impact your business and outreach to a broader audience? Thank you, Tamir. So that's a really, really good question and timely. We first started um, online. We had a hybrid store. So we would have online sales. Then we also have like in-person people could pick up. And then we had pop-ups. But when we were, we were using Shopify, but they got a little too expensive for us as a nonprofit. So we're in the process now of finishing uh, our new storefront, our new online presence. So that is going to be up and ready within the next few weeks. So that is going to allow us to have a global reach again. Um, when we were on Shopify, we were reaching South America, we were reaching um, parts of Europe and even places in, in Asia. So now the goal is, is just to take that that same business model and that same mission and vision of supporting the community and just really getting in front of as many people as possible so the world could see the work we do and they also could see how their online sale is going to support the community right here in New Brunswick, New Jersey, as well as Middlesex, Union, and Somerset County. Yeah, online shopping for the convenient corner, that's that's really good, like convenient. Cause sometimes even now, I'll know I know a lot of people don't like just leaving their <laughs> leaving their house to shop for like basic clothes or just anything, honestly. 
As a community corner based thrift store, what challenges have you faced and how have you overcome them to maintain a positive impact on the community that you serve? So the biggest hurdle we had to overcome and we're still overcoming, but I think we're on a good track is the first five years. So a lot of nonprofits, 501c3s, 501c4s, they fail and they go defunct within the, the first five years. And it's about 90% of folks, organizations um, fail within the first five years. And then once you get past the first five years, it drops down to about 30% after the first 10 years. So it was really that surviving the, the COVID, surviving without being able to get big, big funds. Because when you're a new organization, unless you have a physical sponsor, um, it's really, really, really difficult for you to get big funding. And that really, that like I said, that was the biggest thing we had to overcome because we didn't, we didn't want to focus all of our time and energy into just building our programs without being able to support and be fiscally responsible to the organization, to the people who support us and the people we serve. So looking at that, right, coming, getting over that hurdle was the most important thing. And now that we built up our, our credibility and that we have good collaborators, um, it's going to allow us to tap into bigger funds, to expand our programs into hire and employ more community members. So yes, as a community-based fifth store, we've faced a lot of challenges, you know, staffing, funding, location, hours, logistics, but we overcome with the help of you all and our amazing team here. So we, I wouldn't say we have overcame, we're still overcoming, but God's on our side, the community's on our side, and we believe in the good work that we do. So what do you see for the future of the community thrift store? And how do you plan to continue making a difference in the lives of those at risk within your community? So the goal with the thrift store and the overall just community corner is to get full or regular time employees to to handle the thrift store, the online store, and all of that to allow us to expand the programs out of the community corner and allow us to streamline our procurement process for clothes, which will help us streamline and improve our funding for the organization. So our community and we continue and we plan to make a difference in our community in the lives of the folks that we serve by improving what we do, getting better at what we do, learning more, developing our employees, developing our volunteers and developing the community around us because the more education we have, the more knowledge, the more know-how and, and the more power we have internally, we are able to be intrinsic thinkers. And when you think about the whole process, right? If we are procuring clothes from the community, to relove, give out to the community again so they can improve their lives. If we did nothing else outside of the, the thrift store besides that, making sure we are the Robin Hoods of nonprofits and thrift stores and community-based organizations, that's it. We will be fine because we know that we are taking 
the resources that are given to us, turning those and bringing them to light to improve somebody's future, to improve their life, to improve their family, and then to improve the community they serve. So as this episode comes to a close, I wanted to thank you for taking the time to talk about the Community Corner Thrift Store, Zaire. It's great to dive into one of the Urban Health Collaborative's important projects and understand the work that goes into it from the people who pitched in and to make it possible. For more information about the Community Corner Thrift Store, you can go to thecommunitycorner.org and follow us on Instagram at communitycornerhq. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us today, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Tamir. Thank you for for helping co-produce this and lead this interview. And I just want to give a big shout out to our entire team who worked on this and who've been here over the last 12, 24 months. So let me start from from the the beginning. Um, Sabrina Charles, aka Nurse Brina. Um, I want to give a shout out to Isabel Richmond, Kayla Tehrani. Who else? Who else? Oh, our team is amazing. Chris Anders, Chris Godoy, Tamir Mayers Gaines, TMG, um, Rochelle Bernal Reyes, Little Oaxaca, Placenta Oaxaca. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Um, man, Ruby, Ruby Batista, that's the little homie. And last but not least, last but not least, this person, they're new to the team, and Naomi. Naomi's our, our translator for this year. She's going to come in and do a lot of good work for us she's going to help turnkey these podcast interviews to the greater community and everybody who's been helping us and been tuning into the podcast thank you so much fast fashion is an epidemic and we're trying to end it one step at a time we are a community we're new we're young we're ready we're pretty we're flashy and we're ready to serve the community we're ready to shake this up grassroots organizing isn't what it looked like we are the new people we're here and we're here to stay tamir tell them real quick boy no we've been here we've got to stay here we're gonna always be here you can't get rid of us we're the urban health collaborative we're the community (laughs) (laughs) yeah um employee for the year he's going to be working on our digital communication social media he's a future um strategic communication major he's going to be doing everything radio shows podcasts producing your your next movie producing your next anime if you need marketing if you need illustration if you need video editing hit him up he's he's the next coming he's humble so you're not going to hear about him but you're going to see his work best believe yeah mess with your boy mess with your boy And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning into the Community Corner Podcast, and we are looking forward to seeing you soon.